0: Hello and welcome to Control Watch a new podcast from The Verge. I am Neil Patel, I'm the editor chief of The Verge. I'm joined, as always, by my friend and executive editor of The Verge, Walt Mossberg. How's it going, Walt?
1: Uh, happy to be with you. Happy to be with you, Neil.
0: I'm excited for the show because I feel as though this show, this episode, might be the first one in which you and I actually fundamentally disagree about something. I'm not sure if it's true that we actually disagree, but I sense, I sense that we might.
1: I sense that there is more disagreement here than uh, there has been so far in this <laughs> series. But I don't know that it's fundamental.
0: Let, uh, me, let
1: me just thread the needle that way.
0: So uh, so Walt reviewed uh, the Apple TV. Uh, I reviewed the Apple TV. Um, I have been thinking – I'll just say this. I've been thinking about technology and TV since I was like a, a little kid. Like the reason I love the tech industry is because I, I was the kid who was – hooking his Nintendo into the stereo in the basement, right? So I was very excited to review this thing. Walt has a long history. We've got his review of the first Apple TV ever um, here. And we were even talking about convergence and how Microsoft tried to put TVs, uh, computers and TVs together in the living room for years and years and years. That's right. um, What's interesting to me about us disagreeing is uh, when Walt was coming over to to join The Verge, he and I had these very... Uh, direct conversation about how, you know, sometimes we're going to get in arguments. It's going to be, and we have never yet gotten into an argument. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping finally all this legwork we've done <laughs> saying it's going to be fine if we disagree, uh, we'll get to put it to use by actually disagreeing. So, well, well why don't you, I... go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. I was saying, why don't you start out and tell us, uh, just sort of tell us what you think about this Apple TV and, and how you're using it and how you're testing it, that sort of thing.
1: Okay. So, um, uh, at first, I think it is important to have some context before I just for a second before I do that. I mean oh, yeah. we've been waiting around for Apple to reinvent the TV mm-hmm. uh, for years. And why have we been waiting around for this particular company to do that particular thing? Because it has dropped a lot of hints and there have been rumors. I'll tell you a story that I'm not sure I've ever told. Uh, yeah. I like doing that on these podcasts. Um, six weeks before he died, Steve Jobs called me. Mm -hmm. Um, and said um, this was on the night he resigned as CEO, and I happened to be pounding out a piece about that, and the phone, my iPhone rang, and it was him. And he said, uh, you know, I'm going to remain active in a couple selected things that I really think matter, and one of them is TV, and I really want you to come out, and I want to show it to you because I think it's going to be really cool. Yeah. This was in 20, 2011, and of course, six weeks later he was dead, and I I never got out there to see whatever it was he was going to show me. So I mean, we've been waiting, we've been assuming, we've been knowing. It's it's clear. I mean, our mutual friend Peter Kafka at Recode has recorded has reported authoritatively and uh, uh, you know multiple times since about two thousand nine mm-hmm. about their their efforts to create a TV service. Um, they that this. Product launch is not a reinvention of television or the way we watch television. But here's what I think. I think it is a reinvention of the streamer set-top box mm-hmm. in a big way uh, for uh, one big reason and one slightly smaller reason. The big reason is that finally Apple TV, which has sat outside of the huge and, and – and, um, a, a sort of um, hypnotic Apple ecosystem uh, is now part of it. It's an—they call it TBOS, but it's essentially an iOS device. I think that you developers are even going to make be able to make apps <coughs> that can un, universally run on this, uh, along with um, on iPhones and iPads. Yeah, Craig, uh, Craig and, Federighi
0: at the launch event told me it was ninety-five percent the same as iOS.
1: Yeah. So and 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 so. That means that, you know, what we had up till this week was we had, you know, Amazon with a – there's a lot of these boxes. But I'm just going to mention the ones that sell in large numbers. Yeah. Uh, And I'm not counting – I'm deliberately not counting Chromecast because it's a different kind of animal. It mostly uh, uh, is about uh, streaming from another device, uh, Mm -hmm. which Apple TV can do, but that's not what it's mostly about. So – um, we, we had Roku, whose selling point was both price and, um, but more importantly, they had the long tail. Mm-hmm. I mean, if if you're interested, and I'm not making this up because I literally know someone who does this, if you're interested in pinball, competitive pinball, <laughs> you can watch you can watch that on Twitch, on Roku, not a, but you can on the current Apple TV. Right. Um, so that's their that's their advantage. Um, right. And they had the, um, Amaz-
0: they had the Glenn Amazon- Beck app,
1: the Blaze, the yeah. Glenn Beck, whatever you know. Yeah. I, I mean, it was, just, it was just stuff like have-
0: that. I, I remember I, I bought. My yeah,
1: Mexican law. wrestling. Yeah. The, you know, I, I'm not making this stuff up. Mexican wrestling, Japanese wrestling, whatever. You know, it's all on there. Um, Amazon's compar- competitive advantage has been, you know, Prime. Uh, mm-hmm. Amazon has a library that you where you can uh, uh, rent or buy videos, just like iTunes. Um, and uh, they have your music if you care to participate in that, just like Apple Music or or iTunes Match. But um, mainly it's, you know, there's a bunch of Prime members who, you know, the whole story signed up for shipping, but now they get uh, some free videos. That's been the big thing there. And, in fact, the whole UI of the Amazon box is very, very heavily tilted toward Prime. You have to go to a whole separate category to even see a third-party app. Uh, Apple's advantage has been just that they were out there first and um, you know they have a lot of fans. That wasn't going to take them all the way. They've now come out with a box that taps into what is really their biggest advantage, which is this giant ecosystem where developers, without too much trouble, uh, at least according to Apple people I've talked to, can make a TV app. Now, not every app it, it should. Be a TV app, and in Mm -hmm. fact, both of us, both of us, notice some apps that you know don't really work that well across the room. But I also, I mean, for instance, I downloaded an app called Newsy. I don't know if you got to try that one, Eli. No. And um, it's a a kind of I'd never heard of it before. It might exist on the iPhone, uh, I don't know, or the iPad, but um, it's a it's a news app by people that are not a formal, well known news organization. And they kind of aggregate other things, and it's interest and it's video, and it's interesting. So there's and are and it. It's easily you know it's professional quality. And it looks good across the room and all that. So just a little taste. And you mentioned in your column QVC, mm-hmm. which um, I think does a very good job combining you know kind of a live video feed and a um, you know click here to buy. And they they even have two modes in that app or two different. Essentially, two different QBCs built into it. So uh, uh, that's to me the big deal. The second, the more junior thing, although it's also very, very interesting from technology point of view, is Siri, which is unlike the thing that exists—the voice search that exists in, say, Roku. Um, Siri is uh, a an imperfect, but getting better and better. And major project at a major company to do voice recognition and AI, and it and it works particularly with the limited domain it has of TV shows and movies. It works quite well on this thing. So they have a whole new remote uh, that, uh, uh, again, I think I think is part of the reinvention of the streaming box. So that's that was my that was my way of looking at it.
0: Yeah, I mean. Y- so i I see the thing is I agree with you at the on the top line, which is they've reinvented the t v stream box and it by all you know it it's hard to say it's not the best one it's the best one it's it's the most expensive one and it doesn't have 4k yeah. and it you know it could be right. better it doesn't have the Amazon prime app, so you have to buy you know it's like there's all these little things where here and there it's yeah worse and the amazon ones.
1: and the Amazon box and the Roku box don't have iTunes, which has but by the way we should Save a minute in this podcast. Talk about how iTunes is to- turned into a streaming service because I have a, a theory about that. But oh, we should. Th- um,
0: but anyway, but, but my, um, my point is that in yeah, the category, you
1: agree. You agree with me that they've reinvented the streaming box. But there's a but coming.
0: Well, so the the but is their tagline is "This is the future of television." And I, the way I think about it, is well, they they're the ones setting the goalposts, right? And this story he said about Steve Jobs, like it's also in his biography. I mean, it's like Jobs threw Apple into a tailspin of having to try to keep this promise. You know, he said to Isaac, "It's on, it's on page five hundred and fifty-five. It's an easy page to remember." Where he says, "I finally cracked it. I'm a TV that's so simple to use it'll blow your mind, or whatever he said." Uh <clears throat> And Tim Cook spent the next year hinting that a TV was coming, and then finally um they leaked to the wall street journal no we we, we tried we canceled it gene munster who's an analyst that's been predicting apple will be making a tv for like 50 years or something like you know called business insider and had like an emotional sort of moment and said i believe that they're not making a tv even though i really wanted them to um and then last year tim cook said apple tv isn't a hobby anymore it's where we have a grand vision. He said it to you. We have a grand plan. Said it to me vision. on yeah.
1: stage in, in 2013. So uh, if you do he said all a of very good, grand- yeah, good.
0: Well, I say if you do all of that, you've got all of that those expectations, and then your line when you announce the thing on your website is the future is here. Then I think the standard is a little bit higher than it's a better Roku, and I, that's like that to me is the the disconnect here right it's it's a very nice product that is very similar to the other products it has all of the same problems which is all of the apps are all the content is siloed into the apps none of the cable networks or programming networks or whatever want to talk to each other and make a universal service Apple can't get the deals to start its own over-the-top cable service nobody can get those deals you can't just partner with Comcast because Comcast isn't everywhere you can't just partner with Time Warner, because Time Warner isn't everywhere. You know, you've know, you got all these structural problems to solve. So whatever, you just end up with an enormous amount of apps or channels or whatever you want to call them. You desperately try to build a universal search to search all of them. You say the best way to enter data across a room is to use your voice. You use voice search. And you end up with, kind of on paper, products that look exactly the same. The Apple TV on paper looks very much the same as the Roku, which looks very much the same as the Fire. They're all black boxes. They're all really small. And I just it's interesting that they've done TVOS and they brought iOS and they say, we can do apps. Now there's an enormous amount of potential there, but that potential doesn't extend to reinventing television. It extends to putting games in games, you know, it's like a game console. And I think the most interesting apps I saw outside of QVC, which is interesting just because it's interactive television in the way that, you know, I was promised flying cars and interactive television, like here it is. Um, <laughs> It's it. It's the most interactive television experience that I've seen in forever, right? Like you're watching TV, you can push the button, you can buy the thing on the TV. That's great. Um, very few other things actually allow you to do that. Um, but yeah, that's, it's, it's just adds it's games on next to some streaming video. And I, the, the big move, and there's like little ways you can do it, and you and I talked about it a little way, which is like they can let you sign into your cable provider and then authenticate all those apps then there's big ways to do it, which is they can launch their own streaming service, which is what you're saying. Peter has been reporting on their attempts to find to find a way to launch a streaming service forever. But neither one of those two things happen. So it's to me, it's just a very nice evolution of an existing category. And I think that's, that's really where, philosophically, we're, what we're talking about is like, how do you review a product? Do you review the product against the whole category that it exists in and all the real competitors? Or do you view, review the product against what the experience should be. I think you said to me yesterday the, the notional ideal of the product. And I think I'm, I'm just looking at the notional ideal because yeah, but after I, all of that hype, that's what you have to deliver.
1: So I have to apologize to our uh, podcast listeners because um, I don't fundamentally disagree Damn with you. It. I'm sorry. I just, th- I just think uh, we came at this. I came so just, close. Just, just as you just said, we came at it from different angles. There's different ways to do it. Yeah, um, I I I highly recommend that people read both because I think <laughs> you know, I think there's there's more of a of a big picture holding sort of holding their feet to the fire of their own statements in yours, and I think there's uh, somewhat more uh, detail about the the reinvention of the box in mine. Yeah, and oh, that um, is absolutely true. You know, and that's the beauty of The Verge. You get, you're <laughs> going to get it all. <laughs> but but um, no, but look, we don't disagree. I don't mean to be to be soft on them. Yeah. I, I will, I will, I will say that it is somewhat out of their control that they couldn't create the kind of TV service they wanted to create. And frankly, um, although I didn't link to it in my review, I could have. Steve Jobs gave a sort of master class in why it's so hard to redo TV. Yeah. At one of our conferences in, I want to say, 2011. And, um, I think it was D.A. You know, uh, maybe, yeah. And it, it was funny because somebody stood up and said, well, you haven't talked about TV. And I know the guy that stood up and did it. He was a guy who's been working on um, um, TV, uh, you know, reinventing TV for a while in a small company. And Jobs uh, – Basically, said, you know, we want to do it. It, it. it needs to be done. Here's why you can't do it. And he framed it as a get to market, a go to market problem. So I, I found and the quote. I
0: found that the John Pikowski. this is a live blog, so it may, might be a little bit off. But the problem with this is Jobs speaking to answering the question with Walt on stage. The problem with innovation in the TV industry is a go to market strategy. The TV industry has a subsidized model that gives everyone a set-top box for free, so no one wants to buy a box. Ask TiVo, ask Roku, ask us, ask Google. In a few months, um, the television industry fundamentally has a subsidized model that gives everyone a set-top box, and that pretty much undermines innovation in the sector. The only way to, that this is going to change is if you start from scratch, tear up the box, redesign it, and get to the consumer in a way they want to buy it. But right now, there's no way to do it. The TV is going to lose until there's a viable go-to-market strategy.
1: Yeah, that that is essentially what he said, and. It was it was a great example of how um, he could sidestep talking about the <laughs> products they were working on, and yet be really interesting. And 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 uh, you know people loved that. And we uh, at the time at All Things D, uh, which was this, our website at the time, we uh, I think we pulled that out and uh, and pull the video out uh, yeah. separately because it was so interesting. Uh, so I um, mean, you know, I think look. Apple making grandiose statements is not new, but you're right; they need to be held to them. And um, um, so, I'm not—I don't fundamentally disagree with you. Um, uh, but I do think it is—it is not um, because they haven't been able to reinvent all of TV, not entirely through their own fault. I suppose they could have paid whatever the media companies were asking. Uh, to come up with something that looked a lot like Comcast in the end, uh, because they have a lot of money and they certainly can do that. Um, they chose not to, um, so they don't control the rights to all this stuff. And so, what were they were left with was, what can we do about uh, you know the streaming box thing? Like, yeah. we can't eliminate two, the the two thing. I know there are some people with you know over the air antennas, and there are some people. We're cable nevers who 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 just don't miss it and don't do it. But um, there's a lot of people who, who have both. So because uh, I think Jobs had in mind them being a a, a cable a cable box. Yeah. So um but, but, and think, having but that's streaming.
0: the dream, right? I mean, I think that's
1: well. That's we I mean you know, a few TV. weeks ago like, we we you, talked about Ti- TiVo has that.
0: Yeah, um, but you can't run. So here's, and I think it's funny that I keep coming back to this QVC app. I've never bought anything from QVC in my life, and having used the QVC app and watched what they have for sale, I probably never will buy anything. But their app is really good because it's the only place where there's software that connects the internet interacting with television. And
1: but that, but, but, but that's Eli, like that's
0: the future, right? Like, do you honestly
1: imagine that now that there's this thing is open to developers? That other developers won't look at what QVC did, and just there'll be a lot more of these.
0: No, no, because it's siloed. It's it, it it's like weirdly siloed. It's the people who run ABC have to build something into the ABC. I, app I understand,
1: but you'll have yes, it'll be siloed. Yes, but it's not but open you,
0: where it's it's um I don't know what's an what's an example. It's like browser extensions in Safari or Chrome or something where you have the web and it's there, and other developers can like build on top of the web. And that TV isn't that thing, right? Like, um, what's a really like? I keep thinking right now. There's controversy. What is a catch in the NFL, right? Every every Sunday, there's a new horrible call in the NFL, um, and nobody nobody knows the answer, right? Like the guy dropped the ball. He didn't drop the ball. He made a football move. Whatever. If in in football is on like 50 different networks, right? It's it, and you can not even get it on the Apple TV. But if you could write an app that you know let you. Let people vote on whether or not it was a catch. Like, that would be really cool, right? It would just be fun. Uh, when I went to Microsoft to talk about the Xbox One, one of their heads of engineering told me that his dream was an American Idol show where people got to vote in real time using the Xbox. He's like, that's the ultimate goal of interactive television. And That's a really cool idea. And nothing That's the ab-
1: guy's dream? The dream is to replace people texting and making <laughs> 1-800 phone calls with... With a button, on well, no, the he's Xbox. like, but th- that on.
0: proves the model out, right? It's, I mean, hell, you could have, you can, you can, I am just could, saying, you can spin I mean, it all he, the way up to like, we'll have real time presidential elections. Well, I, people I don't vote get it.
1: Why can't American Idol or somebody who's not American Idol? I remember, like this newsy app, which is, I don't know who makes it, but I don't think it's one of the news networks. Um, why couldn't somebody make that app tomorrow? The point is, Apple has now created a put the TV into their whole ecosystem in a way they hadn't before. Yeah. And you or I, or people that are better than you or I could make the app you just described that the Xbox guy just described, well, except uh, instead uh, of for the Xbox, it would be for the Apple TV. I mean, yes, i would point out by the way, no, it in, would just to
0: be, just to be fair to, to you, that Microsoft's Xbox TV strategy is like a failure. So maybe their vision wasn't quite as ambitious as it should have been. But th- my point is that TV is a service. Like it, it, it should be to the box what the web is to app development on the web. You know, like there are ways to extend the access to it. It's like TV should be a dumb pipe. That's like how I, that's in my mind, that's how I think about it, so that other people can extend it. But what's really happening is that it's the apps and the Apple TV make it more and more siloed. And I think that that's what I'm reacting to. Well, is,
1: and what Apple is trying to do, is, you know, trying. Mm-hmm. what's the unifying factor that crosses these silos is Siri.
0: Yep.
1: We both in our columns, one of the things we did not disagree on, um, actually there were quite a few things we did not disagree <laughs> on, but one of the things I'm we get did not there, disagree man. on was, was that um, Siri needs to, you know, they need to index more of these apps. Um, in, I said particularly YouTube because there's just so much on YouTube. And, you know, um, but um, that's their idea. The, so theoretically, let's imagine a world in which they've got the, the biggest 80% of everything. They might say they have 80% already because they've got iTunes, um, Netflix, Hulu, HBO, and Showtime. But I don't know if that's 80%. But let's just say they had almost everything indexed, including, by the way, the App Store. That's really annoying that you can't use Siri to search the App Store, which is going to mm-hmm. be a, a a discovery disaster. But um, uh, they would say – you could imagine a situation where you don't have any idea what network something ran on, which I think already is true for a lot of people. But you really like the good wife. But you don't know it's on CBS. I know it's on CBS because it keeps getting delayed by football. <laughs> um, and 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 um, unless it's the Patriots crushing yet another team, I rarely uh, watch that game. So, um <laughs>
0: I like that this is become pa- a very football oriented
1: show. Are go- are going to crush every team every week, but that's another story. Oh, well, I see. A- we anyway. see a
0: Patriots Packers Super Bowl and you go, you and I can go to We'll take Locke with us, Lockhart Steele editorial director. Oh, that would be team. awesome. We should all go together.
1: It'd be amazing. That'd be great. Anyway. Um so uh uh if you but but the point is, I actually think the network brands are going to you, you think there's siloed and you're right technically they're siloed but to the if apple can make this siri thing which i think is off to a pretty good start not perfect we both pointed out imperfections in it or i did at least but, but yeah my column uh, was real what, siri no, no.
0: love fest
1: no it wasn't a love fest but you you were doing a different you were taking a different take and i was being more kind of granular right, but the right. point is just that um if they can make it work really brilliantly it will actually diminish the brand value of these apps and of these networks but that's the
0: tension it's if you're going to get that far why and do they so even and need so when apps? you talk about de-siloing
1: like, the thing that's it's kind of a shame that you have to do it that way and go through the back door and that kind of stuff it was always it was always the the the, the jobs and cook promises were always um, premised, I think, on them also controlling a service, and what uh, my bet is, they started out their negotiations, and this was six years ago already, uh, trying to get a service that was um, totally a la carte, right. uh, the way they had done the music store. You know, you could go right down to a song. What's the unit? What's the unit of, of, of exchange, sort of, or or of, or of creativity on TV? It's the show. It's not the network, and 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 the unit in in music is occasionally the album, but almost always the song, and I, that was what I disagree at a
0: philosophical did. level about that.
1: Like you're right. right, I mean
0: that's like that that is true um, in the sense that that is probably the most common unit of creativity that people think about transacting. But how do you buy? C, do you buy CNN by the hour? In that model, do you buy? access to um, like award shows by the hour do you buy single football games for the NFL like there's there's two- okay so you
1: you've just cited the three exceptions. Right. Most of television is not uh, 24-hour news or sports right. or um, but those are that big kind of
0: exceptions I mean I'm
1: talking about things that are discrete shows and that's whether it's reality shows, or scripted shows, that's what most of television is. Yeah, but and if you think about even how you how new shows people, get
0: launched, right? They program them. There's a value to linear television, right? I, and, I understand. And I, I think it's tech you people. Sound we, like,
1: you sound like an old record executive. That's what they said about albums. But, and, I, but I think and, there's an there's, fact, but
0: the Albums are back, right? And like, uh, what's really interesting is if you look at how musicians are releasing music now, they're randomly surprise dropping albums in the hopes of pushing them up the charts. Um, it's not all singles anymore, and it, the, the pendulum's swing. And I think, to me, what's really interesting about this moment in television, and I, I honestly think like there's like a TikTok and like technology disrupts music, and then we're like, all right, it's it's well and disrupted. Like now we'll try to disrupt television for a while. Okay, that's we got it. Like let's go back and, and screw with the music guys some more. Like that's almost the pattern we're in. Um, and right now it feels like it's so hard. Like the the TV industry. The content is so good, and people want it so much that it's actually much harder to disrupt and much harder
1: to much get everyone harder to they play have mu- together they have much much more power than the record labels ever did right and because their unit they, of
0: creativity is not just single songs like I, I I disagree with that like in a kind of like a it's their unit of creativity let me is like let me revise, long let me experiences
1: my I think most of the networks yeah don't matter most of the viewers. So in other words... Okay, that is. I, I think, agree with you there. I think people like The Good Wife, they don't care about CBS. I keep dumping on CBS, but... <laughs> well, CBS or, or makes e- most of the... Or even on, even on cable. Yeah. People like Bill O'Reilly or they like Rachel Maddow, and they may not watch the rest of the network or at least the rest of the primetime schedule on the network. Uh, and I think if Siri got even series pretty good on this but even if it got great super better than it is now um, wh- wh- I mean not even when that happened that will diminish the brands of the networks further It doesn't mean it can't swing back pendulums do swing all that kind of stuff yeah. but you can't tell me uh, or at least I don't think most people can tell me maybe you have a theory about this what what is the personality difference? Of the programming that that you I can see on NBC versus CBS versus ABC, and when I was younger, which was uh, granted a long time ago, people had a distinct sense of that. I don't think they do anymore.
0: Well, I think CBS makes most of the most of the worst programming on TV. So there's that. I don't. know. That's just me. Like I don't like Two and a Half Men, so like I guess that's like in my mind. But Is that, a, that That just does it for you. That that's a, right. I don't like just, it either. It's over. I don't like it either. But I, <laughs> I don't like I, the Big Bang I, Theory. So. But, but like, here's
1: the difference between you and me. I didn't know it was on CBS
0: oh there you go um, uh, but like, I'm just that's like I'm just talking shit, but well, i don't, you're right, and I think that is true right there there's not a lot of down the line like- fo- people know what kind of news you're going to get from Fox News, and people know that cNN will trip over itself, trying to be in the middle, and people know that MSNBC is like over on the you know like there's that sort of thing, but you're right, like when it comes to like shows, it's very difficult to know but what i do think when i when i say there's a value to linear tv the, the thing that i'm thinking about is that i often come home and turn on my television and there's like a lot of stuff to watch that's just happening and i i'm unusual amongst many people um in that i pay for an enormous cable package still and like i think it's cool that i can just scroll down to all my movie channels and like pick a movie that's playing and that there's none of that kind of experience on the Apple TV. And that, that's what I mean by the future. but well, right? The future has to capture that. Like Siri can't – when you're like, Siri, what should I watch? She doesn't really know, right? Um, it's funny that I right. still call her a so, Siri. On so the Apple TV, she has no voice. She, it has no she voice. She
1: or he will will, will hopefully uh, get better or Android TV will do yeah, it better if, or if something. If you look at the Fire TV but, or but the, can I just TV, say they, they try to keep I'm track complete, of what you're
0: watching uh, across all these services.
1: I'm completely different than you. Yeah, I almost never – now my wife will do what you do, do mm-hmm. but I almost never go and do channel flipping. I, I come in and I look at uh, what has been D would things I've pre-selected, and, or what, am, what are we binge-watching, trying to catch up on on Netflix or Hulu or wherever it is, Amazon, whatever it is Um, because we have several of these boxes. And um, that's the way that that I watch TV. I mean, once my wife starts flipping around (laughs) looking for stuff, I go and read a book. (laughs) I I, I, I almost never find something randomly that way that draws me in.
0: But I can connect that to one of the complaints in your review, which was discovery in the App Store on both the iPhone and now... I think it's actually a little bit worse than the TV is hard, right? I mean, even just finding some new cool apps on the phone, wherever is like a challenging problem because there's so many apps. And so you have both Apple and Google and Microsoft with its five apps have to really decide. uh,
1: (laughs) Microsoft does not have a discovery problem. (laughs)
0: Here here they all are. Um, But they all have to figure out ways to show you the best ones or show you ones you might like. Um, and it's funny because in my mind that's the same problem as I want to turn on my TV and have it show me some stuff I might like and it's weird because you know inside the Apple TV in every one of these silos Netflix is trying to do that and Hulu is trying to do that and whoever else is trying to do it Um, but the the box itself isn't and I think that's the next step where Apple tries that. you know if you want to get away from the networks you want to get away from the and get to the just shows that you like that's the next step. I, you
1: know, I wouldn't be surprised at all. When you look at Apple Music, which has many things that need to be fixed on it, um, they have this for you thing. And, uh, you know, we can have a big discussion about that some week, but at least that's their effort, having surveyed you and watched what, or, you know, noticed what you've listened to um that's their effort to serve you up stuff that it thinks you like there is nothing exactly like that on this box mm-hmm. but if they decided to take iTunes and make it a much bigger part of this box they're pretty scrupulous right now in fact I had a long somewhat confusing conversation with them about the circumstances under which they will actually if it's on iTunes and Hulu and Netflix which one will they highlight oh in, yeah on I had the, the same screen. insane
0: conversation
1: And they have a they actually have a formula in their head about it. It's like if you belong to if you subscribe to Netflix, which they know, and if you and if the show is available there and you've already paid for it and you would have to pay for it on iTunes, they will actually highlight um, Netflix. Except in cases where Netflix doesn't have all the seasons, but iTunes does, and whatever you know, they're trying to figure out a way to so that people like us don't say uh, what what Lauren Good, our colleague said about Amazon's box which is that 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 they hugely push their own service and and push everybody else into the background. Right. But if Apple were made a decision to make iTunes the primary thing on this box, they could do a for you, here's what you like Neila and we're going to show it to you.
0: Right. Well,
1: can I can I just say something about iTunes? Yeah. Kind Absolutely. of quietly changing. Mm-hmm. So iTunes is a download service, not a streaming service. We know that. They could change it to a streaming service, but they haven't. Um, they obviously have launched a music streaming service, um, but not a video one. Um, but in this box, when you buy something or rent something from iTunes, I, I don't know how much you tested that when you were doing your testing. Mm-hmm. Um, it starts immediately. Oh, yeah. It's wild. I mean – it's it's not like you're not sitting there thinking, oh, now I'm downloading this, even downloading to the cloud. Now it's downloading, and and in the old one, they used to – after 10 seconds or – depending on the speed of your connection, could maybe it could be 30 seconds or a minute if you had a slow connection, a box would come up and say, do you want to watch this now or do you want to watch it later? Which would basically mean if you press now that they would start showing you the thing from the buffered cache. Yeah. Um, they don't even ask you that now. It just friggin' s- streams. Yeah,
0: and, um, and, and Netflix is ridiculously fast too.
1: It's very – Netflix is very fast, and here's the other thing they do. Um, if you have done a search – I don't know whether this is – I think this is the scenario. If you've done a search and the answer is Netflix or you ch- or you choose to watch something that is available in multiple places on Netflix or uh, – I don't know about Hulu. I only tried this on Netflix – And you click, it'll just play. I mean it'll play through the Netflix app. Right. But it doesn't show you except for a very brief – the Netflix name comes on very quickly in the bottom right corner. But then the show just plays. So it's not like it drops you. You found the show. You found it on Netflix. You clicked on Netflix and then the app opened, which is the experience you typically have on your phone uh, uh, on Android and iOS. This is different. It it goes right into ne- it, right into the show. Yep, and doesn't give you the whole introductory Netflix menus and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. and that's cool. Yeah.
0: It, it, it some of the stuff is very cool. I think it's just it's tying it together. It's you and I had a conversation about. Um, I think it's incredibly ridiculous that I have to sign into my same FiOS credentials to authenticate every single TV Everywhere app because um, you know on the phone apps that want to use facebook i just sign into facebook on ios and then a bunch of apps can
1: like post to facebook should i like disagree with you and say you're wrong you <laughs> must authenticate on
0: every single well, thing well no it's just now, like of that's I, the problem that I, is I the kind of problem that apple I, solves I, nobody else in the industry yeah. puts right. the well, leverage and the work and the energy into solving those problems
1: well what did they say to you when you complained because i'll tell you what they said to me when i complained about the very same thing uh, what did they say to you they uh, they basically looked at me like I was whining. <laughs> like
0: I don't I don't know how else to describe that. They were well. Like, I was on the phone with them, yeah. so I
1: couldn't see their face. But they were. They said, you know, we agree with you. We're working on it. Yep. I mean, well, they, it, they, they said they that too. Promise.
0: But when I when I they, they said I they're working them. on it,
1: and and I can tell you that I had a conversation with the CEO of one of their competitors, who has the same problem. Oh, they, they all
0: have the, the same, same problem. That's my point. They all have the same problem. Right. And we,
1: all, we all understand – essentially what I gleaned as a reporter from the reporting I did on this with two of the companies mm-hmm. uh, is we know this is a problem. It goes beyond just the sign-in thing you described because you have also have to sign into things that are not cable-authenticated, and that's a could be considered a setting. And like when you restore your iPhone from your last iPhone, it's one of the things Apple does pretty well. You get all your settings and you get all your apps. Yeah. Apple is talking uh, about hoping to introduce that restore idea to Apple TV right. now that it's on iOS. But okay, No, the answer is they're all going to try.
0: I'm sure they will. So I, um, I just th- – that's the sort of little thing, right, where it's so hard for everyone else but Apple is the richest company in the world and they have the most leverage and they have, make the best user experiences. Right. And that's that's I think I think you, I I think you made a higher y- curve there. Uh,
1: you but anyway, a good point. We're,
0: we're going long, and I want to make sure we bring up the the column. So, uh, in two thousand and seven, while you and Katie Brett reviewed uh, the very first Apple TV, uh, and there's two lines in this column that I that absolutely jump out to me. They're they're almost like hilarious how much stuff is and it's crazy because this was like pre iPhone, right? Um, right. So anyway, so here's the first one. I'm going to read them both and, and then tell me sort of what you were thinking what you think has changed. So here's the first one. Apple TV's most formidable competitor is the Xbox 360 game console from Microsoft, which in addition to playing games can also play back content from Windows computers. So that's one. Uh, and the second one, Apple TV's most important limitation is that it can't stream video or audio directly from the internet. Right. Which is, I mean, just the amount of change in that in this, pe- this short short period of time is crazy to me.
1: I read that column for the first time in years 2 days ago and yeah. was absolutely stunned because I had literally forgotten that it couldn't stream. <laughs> and I had, and 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 I knew somewhere in the back of my mind that it was mainly about taking what was on your Mac or actually PC because they built it so that it would work with Windows as well. Right. And um Taking it and putting it on your TV screen, but that's what it was. It was it was part of that digital hub strategy in a way mm-hmm. of everything being kept on the on the Mac, which was Steve Jobs's idea for that lasted for a number of years as their guiding principle. Um, it, it's astonishing how much has changed. It's it's just astonishing um, the uh, the whole idea which was, was that the PC or the Mac was the center of this. And the problem, they were trying to solve a completely different problem than than the one we've been discussing. They were trying to solve the problem of how do I get this on a bigger screen right. where I am have a more comfortable seat and I just want to watch it. The two-screen idea wasn't in their minds at the time. It didn't exist. Right. The way people watch TV now, the streaming from the Internet. I mean, you know, remember the bandwidth wasn't particularly good. Uh, in that year, they launched the iPhone um, on a – Three G network, and an edge network, not even really a three G network, uh, and they so the bandwidth wasn't there. The whole thing was it was radically different. It was just what's the box in the house where you keep your stuff, and has which has the best connection, and it was your Mac or your PC. Right. What's the box with the biggest screen and the most comfortable room? Probably that's your TV. We're going to provide this little thing. That's going to connect those things, and it and it basically it operated it had a hard disk and it basically operated over your over your yeah. uh, Wi-Fi, your local area network. So it's a it's so different.
0: I mean, it was a little Mac, right? It had an Intel processor. It ran, you know, like the old Apple TV ran some weirdo version of of iOS that isn't isn't not really a platform the way TVOS is a platform. That ran a weirdo version of OS X on an Intel processor. Uh, yeah, those original Apple TVs, by the way, still go for tons of money on eBay because you can hack them to do all kinds of crazy stuff, because they're basically little Macs. Yeah. Um, I have one. I've been, I can't, I, well, you have like a bunch of old stuff at your house. I'm, I have yeah, a I have smaller one collection yeah. of old stuff in my house, um, because my wife throws it away ruthlessly. Um, but I won't <laughs> let her get rid of this Apple TV, because it's such a <laughs> weird little relic. And it's so funny how far it came in terms of, like, completely disassociating the computer from the TV. Right, like now it's this little pocket. Yeah, I it mean, just connects there, the internet to your television.
1: There is an app on there where you can go look into your computers in the house. It, it, it remains as a remnant, a little stub. There's an app. There's an orange icon. You yeah. can click on it. I, you can do I home tested. sharing. Actually, I found it by the way to be this is. Ironic, but I found it to be the only way to listen to a podcast. They don't have, have a podcast app on Oh, that's
0: there. a weird one to miss. You know, I will say, the, uh, the the it's funny to me. I I always think, you talked about Chromecast at the top of the show. You know, they've got AirPlay. And it's weird to me how disassociated AirPlay, the phone is, from the TV. Um, and, you know, AirPlay seems like the, the way to, the conduit. But there's no... You know, it's Siri everywhere. Apple's, a, you know, Siri's a cloud service, right? You talk to it, it goes to a cloud somewhere, it does some stuff. It's wild to me that I can't walk into my house listening to a song and like tell Siri, like, play this on my TV now and like have it figure it out.
1: And that I thought that was the be- that I thought that was perhaps the best concrete example in your column of, 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 of a kind of what you expect Apple to be able to let you do. Right. Because it doesn't seem like it would be that hard.
0: Yeah. It's, it's just, there's, it's like, do you review something based on potential or do you review it based on execution? And it's it's so hard to know always because you never, you know, like, you, because it's Apple and they have this history with app developers, you assume they're all going to show up. But, you know, Lauren Good asked me straight up, like, how do you think app developers are going to make money on this thing? That's a really good question, right? Like, are they going to show ads? Are they going to, is everything going to be really expensive? If it's really expensive, is it people are people going to buy it just to run it on their TV instead of in their pocket all the time? Because, that's none of those questions are answered. So, to me, it's like this is the most interesting space in in the tech industry. It's the one that no one has ever conquered. No one has ever managed to beat the cable industry or the well. Bad this TV and the car,
1: huh? For different reasons. This and the and yeah, the car, but
0: the cars. New. You know, the cars new, right? It, the, the cars exciting because it's like you know, it's new. It's like now they're all looking at it. The TV they've been trying. Bill Gates stood at CES for ten years, saying, "I'm going to put a T- PC." You, the, your column, the most formidable competitor is the Xbox 360. They built the Xbox no, to no, no. get look, Windows look You, the you
1: forget room. they they actually put a cable connection into Windows.
0: Yeah, they had Windows PCs. Media Center. They, they, they had they had tuner yeah. cards. I mean, they they went all yeah. the way down the road, and now they're like, the and Xbox it's never,
1: won. and it's never, and I and I honestly think it it. There's two separate problems here, and we really need to wrap yeah. this up because I think um, after the 40th minute, people stop listening. <laughs> but um, I, I could be wrong, Neil. <laughs> yeah. um, but here's the thing um, there's two separate problems here. Yeah. One is the technical problem of let's reinvent the box, yeah. either, whether it's the streaming box or, you know, there's all kinds of arguments about, it. let's just say Apple had no problems with, 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 they had everything they needed, and they don't. They had every right to every, every right to everything they needed. Should they build it with a screen? Should they not build it with a screen? And there are a lot of people who say, "Well, a screen is kind of a commodity, and it's low margin, and it's not what Apple does." So they would always have built a box instead of a unified TV. I don't know the answer. Uh, you know, I don't know. But that's one problem: is the hardware. And and like I say, I'm I'm sticking to my story here, and I think you don't disagree with it. I think. This is a leap in the streamer set-top box market, um, but the second issue is the content, yeah. and they they don't control it. I mean, I suppose Apple could start its own TV production house. They could go. They could buy Netflix. They could. I mean, given their earnings amounts yesterday and their cash amount. They could buy Netflix and Hulu, I suppose, if people were willing <laughs> to sell them to them. Right, uh, and then they would have you know original. Or pro- they could start their own original programming. They could do any of these things, uh, but they right now they're 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 it's kind of it's kind of half baked because it doesn't have the content piece, yeah. and that therefore it doesn't have the unification and all that. And it's gonna and it's worse actually because um. I have heard from people who know what they're talking about that some of the stuff that now doesn't require authentication back to owning a cable Mm -hmm. uh, subscription is going to start requiring. Yeah, I Um, I think the
0: cable guys know, and I think they're going to start throwing money at at everyone in an attempt to kind of rebuild a cable bundle on all these apps. I mean, it it, it just seems like it's coming.
1: I I agree. Well, I'm glad that we ended on this dark,
0: dark note. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no well i Verge pedals hope except
1: for at the end of this podcast dot dark for first world it's a first world yeah problem. exactly no it's it's really it,
0: it, i you're right that it, you know the car is fascinating right i mean they're literally talking about putting robots on the streets and changing the way we build cities but that it's like they're gonna do that before they figure out cable television <laughs> it's just it's crazy to i know me. um anyhow i know, I know. Uh, you're right I, I knew this was gonna be a good one um i'm, I'm this uh, I suspected from the beginning that the, the Apple TV conversation always would always be uh, crackling. Anyhow, um, thank you so much, Walt. Uh, thank you to our listeners for l- uh, putting up with us for yet another week. Um, you can tweet at Walt; he's at Walt Mossberg. You can tweet at me; I'm at Reckless. We I I think it's safe to say I can speak for Walt on this one. We love your feedback. Uh, it is one of the best parts of my week is when people listen to the show and start tweeting at us. So that's great. We also yep. love when you leave us reviews in the iTunes store. Just Go in there, let us know what you think. We read that stuff as well. Um, we just love, we love, love, love hearing from listeners. Uh, we also have a bunch of other shows here at The Verge you can listen to. I also host The Verge Cast, which is live on Thursdays um, and also in the iTunes store. Emily uh, and Liz her host Verge ESP, which has just been cracking off a bunch of great episodes lately. Uh, and Chris Plant hosts What's Tech, uh, which is also a delightful show. Uh, all that is at uh, iTunes.com slash The Verge. Um, please go find it, listen to us, let us know what you think. Um, And that is it. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week.